With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome everyone to Power Prayer Ministry. My name is Prophet Larry, and I want to just thank God for everybody here. I want to thank God for... Uh, there are three people from East North Carolina. Please state your name. Uh, amen. Uh, can everyone on the line? Deaconess Annie Murphy. Oh. What's your name, ma'am? Deaconess Annie Murphy. Amen. Well, we welcome you, uh, Deaconess Annie Murphy. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Bless you. And who? And who else do I have? Well, they call me Mother Rachel, but I'm um, uh, Elder Rachel Harris. God, welcome you, Mother Rachel. How you doing? I'm wonderful. It's good to hear your voice. Amen. <laughs> Thank Amen. you so much. Amen. Praise God. And who else I have on the line? Sister Gloria Artis. Amen. I welcome Thank you, Sister you. Uh, Gloria. I thank God Thank for you. y'all. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Who else I have on the line? This is me, Prophet Larry. Amen. God bless you, Prophet Angela. And uh, Texas, that's Evangelist Conference. This is Evangelist Conference, yes. Praise God. I welcome everyone here. And God is so awesome. God is so awesome. Amen. Amen. So good all the time. And yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank yes, you, Lord. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, uh, the the people from North Carolina, uh, uh, every you know, we uh, we pray with Apostle Grace. Yeah. And uh, yes. And they are awesome women of God, and I just thank God for them. And uh, later on in the broadcast, I would get the information. That it's just a prayer line that you can just come and just pray. And uh, and to get, you know, stirred up, you know, um, prayer is the most important thing next to breakfast. And uh, we all need prayer before we, you know, get start, get started throughout the day, whether it's Amen. by ourselves or where it's uh, with a group. But it's a, I say this, it is the most awesome prayer group because God, you know, meet us all there so. Sorry, I won't say over twenty. It's a lot, but it's 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 just so awesome. So I just thank God for the you know people who came on the line, and I just give God the glory and give God the praise. Amen. And also, I just want to tell everybody to be encouraged. Uh, you know, be encouraged. And one thing I'm led to say, um, and I, I forgot to say it. When you get dreams, I don't care how weird 
how strange they are. Write down every dream and date it and time the dream. You know, uh, when you wake up, you know, time the dream. If you woke up at uh, 6 in the morning, write down a date and, and how and how the dream was. You know, write down every detailed thing you can remember. Also record the atmosphere. Was it dark? Was it light outside? Was it cloudy? Uh, was it raining? Write down the atmosphere of the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the house rising? Mm-hmm. Did, the, did the house have many holes in it? Um, write down everything. I don't care how weird it is. Now, uh, you know, in some, you know, and some people you have dreams of, uh, you know, dealing with relations side, sex side. With those dreams, um, and I'll tell anybody, uh, if you have those dreams, you got to bind up the spirit of Ichabus and Subbus. When you have to bind up just any spirit, and it's got to cast out of you. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, you know, and I, I heard this happen, and I've seen it happen. Some some men and women think that they have relations with a person on a dream that that's their wife or that's their husband. God will never have you to be a part of somebody uh, having fornication before you get married to them. You know, you know, it, it, uh, God forbid fornication or adultery. That's in the natural. And his and his word, he, he, God, I don't want you fornicating in your dreams. You know, sometimes we be in dreams that we find ourselves in an act or whatever. But I just want to tell everybody to bind up those two spirits, bind up the spirit of rejection, uh, bind up any perversion in your life. You know, some, you know, some of us or not all of us been in uh, perversion. You know, whether it's uh, heterosexual, some people been in homosexual relationships. Some, you know, and some of y'all have multiple partners. But you got to ask God to cut off all those soul ties. Cut them off. You know, the enemy is not going to stop coming. That's him. But bind them up. Amen. But bind up those spirits. And never, never um, discuss your dreams unless God leads you to talk to someone. Because I'm going to tell you this. There's some things that people can get a grasp of. And say, oh, I know how to pray against that person. You know, look at Judas. He was part of the 12 disciples. So, you know, what I learned, everybody, whether you, everybody who's a Christian that's called by God's name, you're going to always encounter um, four spirits. Three, three. The enemy, you're going to encounter going to encounter Jezebel's, you're going to encounter Delilah's, and you're going to also encounter Judas four. You're going to always have a Judas. You're going to have a person that ride close with you. You're going to always be there, but but uh, but they never meant you any good. They they like what is they like they like what they like. And Judas loved money. And where Jesus went, there was blessings. You're going to always have a, uh, a Jezebel, which, you know, Jezebel always want to be next to the person that's in 
charge, head charge. Amen. Um, you're going to always have, a, you know, and then some of you going to have the Lala's. I always have somebody foreign, a uh, foreign person that always want to connect themselves. Uh, the Lala, yes, uh, I understand Sam Strange schools with married women outside of um, uh, outside of his culture. You always have foreign means uh, spirit, spirit. not always of God. There's never was of God. They foreign, and you always find yourself attracted and the enemy himself. So we got to be careful of you know in the devil himself. We always have to be careful. Amen. 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 I I just want to just tell everybody that. Write down your dreams. Write them down. I'm going to tell you why. Because when you start writing them down, you praising God and you worshiping God, and all of a sudden God, uh, the Holy Spirit, will say, well, you know that dream you had? It's the answer to it. You know, we, we, you know, we expect God to come to us quick. Some things he will. I was listening to a woman of God, uh, she said, you know, God come, uh, led her, her and her best friend, to go into a fast, three-day fast, um, just no food, no water, three-day fast. I'm not encouraging everybody to do that. If you person that works, you need water. And she said, 24 hours, God gave her an answer. So I just want to encourage everybody. Something God going to lead you to fast. But do not, you know, do not even in fast tell a person that you're fasting. And uh, sometimes God has you lead to fast with others. And that's where unity, you know, as you can say, these things come by prayer and fasting. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. And, I'm, and Father God, I, before I go in your word, Lord, I decrease that you increase in me. Lord, I just pray that everyone will listen, listen to your word, Father, with their spiritual ears. And, Lord, I thank you for breaking every demonic hold over your people, that they will be able, able this day to hear you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, today I'm going to Matthew chapter 23. Matthew chapter 23. Matthew chapter 23. Amen. I'm going to read out of the, the New Living Translation as well as the King James. Some scriptures I read out of uh, different translation, but I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, 23 and 1. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the teachers of religious law, and the Pharisees are the official interpreters 
of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but don't follow their examples. For they don't practice what they teach. And I think a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, the Spirit of the Lord had me to go to this, uh, go to this particular passage again. Um, the Spirit of the Lord is reminding me to a lot of times. He said, "My people, listen. Uh, they call it uh, all these different Christian televisions. They listen to all uh, preachers of L.A. and preachers of Detroit. And and uh, he said, my people get." all excited, and they think ministry is so glorious. But Jesus is saying, the Holy Spirit is saying, if they do not believe them, don't follow them. Because they are after the silver and the gold. They, they never was after my spirit. They love the benefits of me, but they, didn't, they don't want to follow the rules that I set. For example, it's just like you're working for a company. And the benefits are that you get paid a good wage, uh, nice salary, you get uh, expense account. Uh, you are, um, you have uh, good health benefits, great 401k, shares in a company. You have these great things. But the company has policies and different rules in place, and you don't want to follow that. But you want the benefits of the company, but you don't want to follow it. So in the church, the Lord says, stop following everything that you see, everything you see on TV. But they don't practice what they teach. Uh, Verse 4. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. You know, that that's not God. You know, I'm going to tell you all this. And, you know, I had major sins in my life, major uh, habits of the flesh. I'm going to tell you this. There are habits of the flesh, you know, habits, like some of you are addicted to chocolate, some of y'all that addicted to food. Some of y'all addicted, you know, have addiction to alcohol, addiction to uh, sex. You have addiction to television. Those, you have many types of addictions. Uh, some of y'all addicted workaholics. You know, you work, work, work. Those are addictions, and 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 uh, which cause, you know, when you have addiction, it symbolizes that you have lack in in an area of your life. Like you, you have people are neat, neat freaks or clean freaks. They doing those things to cover up what's really what's going on in their life. So you know what I tell people that those are things that is dealing with in your flesh. Not everything is a spirit. I gotta line up the spirit. Those are things that you have to break. Uh, those are those are something, and also you have spirits that fight against you. You know, uh, uh, I just can't help myself. You know, when when I see chocolate, I have to go buy it. I can't help myself when I go shopping. I just gotta swipe that card. 
those things are not spirits. Those are things that your flesh craves. And a lot of times, you know, with addictions, there are many, many, many deep levels of insecurity. There are deep levels of childhood hurts and wounds and rejection. So those things that would have you have all these addictions. And so when when you uh when you find a person, whether it's in church, friends, or people at your workplace, when they have these unbearable rules you have to think to yourself, say, yes, or they are—they uh, have some deep issues. They have deep hurts. I'm gonna give you an example. I was watching this uh, this movie called Insurgent, Insurgents, and um, um, the late the guy who was—he's a leader, but at one point in this movie. He used to be like a follower. He used to be a member to a group. But uh, when he became a leader, his assistant that was next to him in leadership, he said, well, why are you putting all these these uh, ridiculous demands uh, on training people? He said, we didn't do half this stuff. You want them to score 100, and, and, and we wasn't required to do Seventy percent, and and what what I have learned when I find people who who got these uh, they, they you know uh, expect you to have these unrealistic numbers. I was like, come on, you you couldn't do that on your best day. If you score one hundred percent, that's probably one day out the whole year. But you want people to do that every day because you assume that. If somebody would have pushed me harder, I could have done better. Same way in the church. They have all these ridiculous demands on the body of Christ, and not one of them could deal with, I want to say, two scoops of that. They couldn't deal with it. You know, and what I have learned, you know, there's people who, God bless the time of my life. They, they, you know, they have, you know, issues, you know, whether it's themselves or just in life, and they make mistakes. But I don't sit there and, and cause, you know, like the book Jonathan Edwards. You know, the sins. Uh, uh, he said uh, the sins uh, we in the hand. Sinners, uh, we in the hand of uh, oh Lord, help me. You should know that title. Um, Sins of an angry God. You know, I don't cast judgment. I don't cast down hell and brimstones. Oh, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. You you shouldn't have done that. You're going to hell. I don't do that because those people that used to do that to me, they had that same problem I had times 10 with some other stuff. I'm gonna help you out with this. You know, I you know, I had leaders cuss in front of me. You know, men and women of God. But those same ones I read the scripture, you know, uh don't let corrupt communication come out your mouth. 
I mean, I went through all that. But even in time when I saw leaders, have, you know, had their moments of flesh, I still respected them. But as leaders, we we, we have to learn to be comfort, confidential. We, we can't tell everybody's business. And we have to learn to have mercy. Now, there are times, one-on-one, you can say, you know, look, I'm, I'm going to come to you as a friend. Come to you as a uh, come to you as a as a leader, you know. I'm gonna help you get out of this, but you gotta want to get out of this, you know. And it's and I see the same people make the same mistakes, but when God reveals things, it doesn't mean to correct it. And when they come to me about it, I say, okay, go ahead. I said, you want to get out of this or you want to pacify it? And a lot of times, the problem is not like they have these addictions, but the problem, the root of the problem was rejection, molestation, uh, verbally abuse. And when God destroyed the root of that spirit, those other things, they just cancel out. You know, uh, it, it's so amazing. When God show you the root and pray against it, come against that spirit, that root, all the, the other bad patterns in their life, they become no more. It's just like, wow, that was a problem the whole time. This, let me give you an example. You have a car. You have a $100,000 car. And... And your car won't start. And when it rides, it, sometimes it cuts off. And you go in there and say, well, I think the car needs a new motor. I think the car needs a new transmission. I think the car needs electrical work done to it. And you look at those things, you say, Lord, uh, Lord, what's wrong? You know, you you have all these symptoms of what's wrong with this car. Say, Lord, this is a hundred thousand dollar car. I gotta put put more money in it. And someone points out and say, you know what? All you need is a a new battery. <laughs> the battery is nothing but what a hundred bucks. Say, wow, that and that one battery corrects all the problems in the car. And you say, wow, I thought I was thinking I'm gonna need. New uh, some electrical work, electrical work. I thought I'm gonna need a new transmission, a new motor. Thought I was gonna need a a whole nother car. But all I needed was a new battery. I thought I needed a starter alternator. The smallest things can can fix the whole problem. So I want to just tell everybody, and I'm I will be praying that God will show you the root of the problem. And if you got judgmental family members and friends, don't even discuss that. You ain't church. You've been in church for 30 years, 20 years, and you still got this problem. And and you can look at them and say, you still got a problem of hatefulness. Most judgmental people, judgmental people are very hateful and bitter. So these are things that I have learned to get to the root of problems. Amen.
And, you know, I've been to churches that have these ridiculous demands. They want you to, you know, everybody give your tithes and offerings. That's fine. You give your tithes and offerings. Tithes belong to God. Offering is your increase. I understand there's, you know, three different times of the year, you know, you got resurrection Sunday, you got atonement offerings, you got different offerings you give. You got first fruits. You got all these different things. And, and you know, I'm in the church that have you to do all these things and give love offerings and give building offerings. And if you don't give, then they say certain amounts. You got to press your way. You got to give to his hurt. It's like, hold up. I've been giving two years and nothing has been changed. No disrespect to you. But you do all these unbearable things and things is, doesn't change in your life. Oh, God is doing it in the near future. So what I have learned that let God put demands on you. Don't let people put demands on you. You had a workplace that's different, but you know you tell, you, you can talk to God, tell God, say God, if this ain't the place for me, close the door. But God said, go through it. I'm gonna give you victory. I'm gonna give you strength. But there are churches. There are. They're in God's house. They got ridiculous demands. And most of the ridiculous man's demands is always giving. Always giving. Money, money, money. You better be to every service. So what I have learned, get from one of them places that got those ridiculous demands, but you don't see the fruits in your life. Everybody on this line should bear fruit. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, I'm gonna go down to verse twelve. But those who exalt themselves will be humble, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Amen. I want to tell you this: so important to get pride out of your life. That's the difference between confidence and pride. Let me tell you this. Confidence is cultivated. Confidence to practice. Confidence, for example. Um, if you a person that shoot shoot guns or have a crossbow, after six months to a year, you learn to protect the gun or the crossbow. Crossbows is like people got the bow. And you learn to hit the target dead center most of the time. It took practice. So any target you go to, and with confidence, you learn how to shoot in adverse weather conditions, windy, windy, cold, no wind, um, different environments. You learn how to shoot with, uh, you have a T-shirt, you learn how to shoot with a heavy coat. Uh, you know, you have a backpack, whatever you have. You learn to shoot in different conditions, whether you stoop low or sitting up high. So through time, you you learn, you, you cultivate confidence. Now, I have a Lazarus Thompson, she's a, she do upholstery. And through time, she learned to perfect the gift. 
she learned how to perfect it. Even though sometimes she says, Lord, I, I need to work on this area. But through time, she, she has confidence. So someone come to her, say, I need you to do a chair or do some drapes or whatever the case may be. She can look at her and say, yeah, I know how. She has confidence because she learned to come uh, she learned the gifts, the gifts, the gifts. She learned to practice. Confidence is uh, cultivated. You build up confidence. Confidence don't come overnight. Same way with the gift of God, whether you, whatever gifts you have. It takes time. It took you fasting, praying. It, it took a lot of time for you to hear God in different adverses adversities of your life. You know, I'm going to help you out with this. You ever been through something so traumatic in your life and you, you just couldn't hear God? You just said, oh, I can't hear nothing. But through time, you learn to quiet your spirit. You learn to discern if this is the, you know, listen to God, you're dealing with many voices. You're dealing with your voice. You're dealing with Mental and intelligent reasoning, you're dealing with what your heart say, you're dealing with the Holy Spirit, and you say, okay, this God, then you're dealing with other people's voices. You know, other people have voices, and you, and you hear, oh, I hear grandmother, I hear mama, mama would say to do this, and, and you hear all these things, and you, you hear the enemy, and you hear doubt, you hear all these things, and but you got to pay attention to that. Small, still voice. I'll give you an example. Um, many of y'all are mothers. Now, Oliver, you, you you can be at a playground, you can be at a, a mall, and through all the distractions in the mall or the playground, you can say, nah, that's my child. That's my child. I'm going to go see by my child. And people say, how can she hear through all this noise her child? Because she know her child's voice. You know, even Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger won't adhere to it, won't hear. Through all that chaos, you say, no, that's my child. And my child sounds hurt. My child sounds like they in distress. Something ain't right about my child. And you learn that, and you have confidence when you hear that voice. Now, I'm going to be honest, as older you get, sometimes your children can sound alike. Say, boy, you sound like your older brother. Girl, you sound like your baby sister. Because after you hang around a person a long time, you start to sound like them. You know, like the old folks used to say, when a person been married a long time, they look like brothers and sisters. They start to look alike. <laughs> so the, the most important thing, uh, that's confidence you practice. Pride is having an ego about something that you have lack of skills in. I'm going to give you an example. I'm not a political person. I don't follow politics heavily. Hey, to be honest, Donald Trump. That's an example of pride. Uh, I'm not like you know that you're Republican or what? That's pride. Let me tell you about pride. Now, Donald Trump never been a mayor. He never been on a city council. 
he never been a governor. He never been a senator. He never been a lobbyist. He never been. He never played a role in any governmental office. Never. He he don't know much about foreign policy. You know, you know, foreign policy is not. You building a hotel in Iraq, or you building a hotel in London? That's not foreign policy. You think you can run something, but you don't know the the behind the scenes. How? Um, look at David. David was is uh, is the most recognized king of Israel, King David. He learned how to watch his father's sheep, Jesse's sheep. He learned how to protect Jesse's sheep. And even though he made mistakes, we all make mistakes in leadership. He he learned how to rule. He God called him to be a king. God anointed him. God anointed you what you already prepared for. Let me say that again. God anoints you in the areas that you was already prepared for. So those are things that I have learned. Those are things that I have learned. Pride will have you think you know something that you don't know, don't have a clue. That's why, you know, I get frustrated. You know, everybody... I ain't gonna say about people that call themselves apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, ministers. They don't have a clue. You get you you just gotta say January first of twenty sixteen and February you you're a prophet, you're apostle, you're prophetess. You ain't been through nothing. You know, uh, God ain't give you the office of it. God ain't give you the gift of it. You don't even have a gift. So pride will get you humbled real quick. And God will let you go way up there. When you get up so far, he'll knock you down. Everything ain't the devil. Pride. You know, it never mentioned in Scripture that the devil gave you pride. The devil talked you into, into yourself. You know, pride is yourself. Pride is yourself. And and don't don't let God humble you. And those who are humble, God will exalt them. And man, they are so humble. And God will exalt them. And those are things that I learned. Uh my dad used to tell me, you know, uh he said, you know, I used to play very well in basketball. He said, son, never boast about yourself. Let others boast about you. I said, that's the rule of thumb I stick to. Amen. Um, what's our way, you teachers of religious laws, you Pharisees, hypocrites, but you shut the doors of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces? And you won't go in yourselves, and you don't let others enter either. Uh, years ago, you know, I always used to hear, mainly prophets, prophetess, 
So you got to go in the spirit. But say, how do you go in the spirit? Oh, God will lead you. Lord, God will lead you. I say, well, how, how you become effective in an area? You know, they want, oh, you just got to, you got to get before God. Is it? So I used to hear that for years. Say, how do you get in the spirit? How do you see in the spirit? I used to ask people. Uh, some people, you know, that you know, people are born with different gifts. I understand that. So, yeah, I was asking that for years. Now I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna just be real. You know, uh, in a black church, I asked many people. They couldn't tell me. Some of them didn't want to tell me. So I was listening to a guy named Pastor Thurman, and he's somewhere in Texas. And a woman of God told me about his CDs. And then after all of years, a man of God said something simple. He said, you know how I learned to go in the spirit? He said, I had a prayer closet. And I prayed to God. And he said, when he uh, talked to God, he it's just like he, he put himself in front of God. And when he talked to God, he talked to God with faith. And he talked to God with boldness. And he, he always, you know, pictured himself when he prayed that he before God, he before Jesus. I said, that, nah, that ain't that easy. So I tried it. And, and I, when I pray, when I talk to God, I just, I, 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 I just say, uh, I, it's like I'm talking to God right here. And then I tried it. I said, oh, this don't work. So I'm going to try it again. And then I heard again, he said, you got to block out every thought, every vain imagination. You're going to hear a lot of things. And and picture yourself being in heaven with God. And you're talking to God, you're talking to Jesus. So I tried it. So when I pray, I pray to God, not if he was here, he is here. And I say, so when I shut everything down and I focus on God, I focus on Jesus. Now in heaven, you talk to Jesus, and Jesus communicates to God. You know, why Jesus say, um, Jesus when he confronted the the people in the church, he said. But Jesus, I cast out demons in your name. I heal the sick in your name. I did all these miracles. Jesus, I knew you're not works of iniquity. God did not judge him. Jesus did. So you go to Jesus. You go through Jesus to get to God. And everything, and God and Jesus are one accord. They're one accord. Why Jesus said, I intercede for you. Everything, every prayer go through Jesus. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I can't go to God in my in Larry. Lord, I come to you as Larry. No, I'm coming to you in the name of Jesus. So when I go lay down, God give me these awesome dreams and these visions. I say, that's all I have to do. I say, something so simple. So when I talk to God, I don't talk to him like he just the father's he is the ceiling of my home. I talk to him. I talk to him. I have faith that when I talk, he hears my prayers. 
and God talked to you throughout the day. God uses so many things to talk to you back. And and I'm telling you this, after I pray, I don't get up. When you pray, you just sit there and you listen. And the Holy Spirit said, okay, you can go lay down and you can go do what you have to do. But you don't say what you say and go. Because I'm going to help you out with this. Do anyone here have had a friend or have a friend that when they tell you your when when they tell you everything going on in their life, after they finish talking, and when you want to talk, they leave. Or or when it's your time to talk, they looking all around and oh I gotta go, they own their phone. That's rude. You say, No, nah, I sit here listening two hours on my phone. I could have been done anything else. But when I give my opinion, I, I want to talk to you about some things. You don't have that picture. So we need to learn when we pray to God, wait on him to talk back to us. Sometimes he'll say, my son, my daughter, uh, go to this, turn to this chapter, turn to this scripture. It's many forms. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Uh, so I just want to tell everybody, we're going to go to verse 23 and 25. For sorry wait, you teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites. For you are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisees, first wash the inside of the cup, and it did, and then the outside will become clean too. I remember my mom used to always, you know, say, "Oh, you always you clean the outside, you but you got to go inside the uh, inside the cup or the bottle. Get that towel, and you got to twist the towel in, you know, in the you know, like you wash our baby bottles, or you wash our things that's narrow. Put that towel in there. And you got to twist that towel in there, and." and Get to the bottom and twist the towel and clean the inside out. I don't be drinking out the inside no dirty cup. They'll never mention the outside. I wash all these dishes over. All these dishes are dirty. I used to frustrate me, but after a while, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it right. <laughs> so, work on your inside. You know, I just want to tell everybody work on your inside. Don't be ashamed. Oh, I can't talk about that, Lord. That's just so embarrassing. Talk about it. Some of y'all have been raped, molested, used, abused, cussed out, drugged, damaged so bad, there's no damage control. You can't access the damage. But go to God and say, God, I didn't like the way I was treated. Lord, I need help in this area. Lord, I can't. I can't live like this. Lord, I'm in my 30s, my 40s, my 50s, my 60s, 70s, and I'm still resorting back to that little girl. I just, Lord, I hated when my mom set me up with this this man. But, you know, I hated when um, I, I got a girl pregnant and my mom made me marry this girl, and I hate her. You know, people, people like, don't say hate. Some of y'all, y'all call it bitterness, but some of y'all hate who you with. Right? Some of y'all hated your parents where they raised you. I say, Lord, I need deliverance. I need help in this area because this is not you. Uh, I was reminded of these, um, the 
what's love got to do there? What love got to do with with Tina Turner and Ike Turner? The story of Tina Turner, and uh, in so many where her mom pushed her to marry a no good guy. You know, he had a reputation before Tina met him because of a greed of her mother. And Tina went through some things, and and there's so many folks. I look at the Middle Eastern culture, uh, all these arranged marriages. And I don't know, I don't know, you know, most of them stay married. And I was talking to a young lady, a young man who was a young man. He was talking about his grandparents. No, it was Uncle Amy. Even though their Uncle Amy was successful, they was never happy. He was very successful, very, very wealthy, very successful. But the husband really didn't love his wife because he he was pushed into a situation that he 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 blessed, but internally he's not happy. And but I learned people think money fixes everything. You know, you you married into the the Rockefeller family, who you married to the uh, the uh, J.P. Morgan family, are you married into these, uh, these great well-known families, you married into the royal family, but you're not happy because it's not the person you want to be with. God ain't show you this person. You, you're upset with yourself. You know, you you hate yourself. And I just want to tell everybody, give all that to God. Give it all to Jesus. You know, some of y'all have been pushed, and and some even concerning your credit. You say, Lord, I didn't want to co-sign for my mother-in-law, my mom, my dad, sister. I was pushed. You got to be family. We got to take care of each other. But your family or your friend or whoever, the pastor, Messed over your credit. Messed you up. And you sitting here holding. I got to wait seven years to clear. I got to, after seven years, it's still showing on my credit report. Go to God with that. Say, God, help me. I was ignorant. And I told God, say, God, I was ignorant. My people are destroyed before the lack of knowledge. I, I said, God, I was ignorant. I was foolish. Now I know better. Talk to God. Talk to God. You know, all this stuff. Don't be afraid. You know, I used to be so many years, you were just afraid to say hate. But I hate how I feel. I hate that I'm like this. I hate it, Lord. I used to, I used to take hate out of my vocabulary, but I had to be real. One day I was dealing with a harbor relationship, and I dealt with some stuff, and I said, Lord, I hate them. And and it broke off of me. I was honest. I didn't say, Lord, I just hate, I just dislike what they did to me. Lord, I just, I can't stand. I said, Lord, I hate it. I hate the treatment, the torture, the rejection. And God started to heal me. He healed that person. He started to heal me. I was honest. 
for so many years in a black community, we was taught you ain't supposed to say hate. But deep down inside, what is bitterness? Bitterness is a form of anger and hatred. Bitterness. What's the difference between hating a person and holding a grudge against a person? Some of y'all are still holding grudges. What's the difference between holding a grudge and hate? You can hold a grudge. You really hate that person. You really hate what they've done to you. And through time, God had to deal with me. I said, I just hate it. They was a waste of time. Lord, they waste my time. It was like a bogus, big, bogus lie. But God showed me. God showed me how everything was going to go down. But Lord, I hate it. They wasted my time, even in ministry. They sit there and lie. And then, and then once God shined a light on me, you can't find me. <laughs> so be honest. Be honest with God. Some of y'all are mad. Be honest. Just be honest. Just, you, you, many of y'all are married say, Lord, I need help in this area. I need the strength. God will help you. Amen. Um, I'm going to Matthew 23. Um, Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. What's our way she teaches of religious law? And you Pharisees, hypocrites. But you build tombs for the prophets, your ancestors killed, and you decorate the monuments of of the godly people your ancestors destroyed. Then you say, if we had lived in the days of your of our ancestors, we would never have joined them in killing the prophets. But in saying that, you testify against yourselves that you are indeed the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead and finish what your ancestors started. Make sons of vipers. How will you escape the judgment of hell? Therefore, I'm sending prophets and wise men and teachers of the religious law. But you will kill some by crucifixion, and you will flog others with whips in your synagogues, casting them from city to city. As a result, you will be they're responsible for the murder of the godly people of all times, from the murder of the righteous able to the murder of Zacchaeus' son, Bacchus, whom you killed in the temple between the sanctuary and the altar. I tell you the truth, this judgment will fall on this very generation. O Jerusalem, the city that kills its prophets and stones God's messenger, how often I will have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protect her chicks beneath her wings, but you won't let me. And now look, your house is abandoned and isolated. So I tell you this, you will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. So, to everybody, be careful. 
Your flesh has its own discernment. And, you know, I'm going to help you with flesh discernment. Flesh discernment, you know, you have discernment of the flesh. You discern things. If it's out of your norm, you're quick to call it the devil. You're quick to call it the devil. You're quick to call it a Jezebel. You're quick to call it Satan because it's out of your norm. Because in our church, we have the same pattern every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Friday. That's the same pattern. And if they come in there, it's not of God. Look at Jesus. They crucify Jesus. They, uh, in the Old Testament, they, they suborn the prophets and all. They kill the prophets. They burn them alive. Look at Jesus. They crucified Jesus. They stoned Stephen. They cut off a Paul's head because it wasn't according to their norm. Don't discern with your flesh. Don't discern what your pastor taught you freshly. Discern by the Spirit of God. The Bible says, test the Spirit by the Spirit. At one point, we was all guilty. I remember a man of God years ago. Uh, I was in a church. I was a teenager. And he, and he came into the church. I've seen him again. He says, I see two caskets in this church. I see two deaths. And and pastor and people was like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. And I believe, I believe it was one of the, one of the leader's family members. Oh, he talking about a spiritual death. I ain't worried about him. It wasn't even two years. Two people died in that church. Two caskets. Because they they, they downcasted because that wasn't God. Not my child. Not my family. Not what I think. But in my spirit, I believe the leader knew who it was. But at the same time, you know, you know, um, he's all the spiritual death. There's something dead spiritual. It's not gonna be too long. They're gonna die naturally. Like God said, that my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. A person is dead spiritually. Eventually, they're gonna die naturally. All oh, that. Uh, that ain't true. Keep living. If a person running in this world doing what they want to do, their spirit is dead to the things of God. It's all about the gratification of flesh. If you shut God off, your spirit is dead. Spirit is dead. If you shut God off, It's obedient, the flesh can go with it. So I tell everybody, pray for those. Don't give up in praying for those that God placed on your heart. I don't care if your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife. God will have you praying for your ex-wife, your ex-husband, your ex-mother-in-law. Really? I don't know why God put them in my spirit. Obey God. Because God trusts you enough to pray for their soul. That's why I ask everybody on this line, 
ask God to really heal you for real. That you can pray for anybody that you once had a relationship with, those who have burnt you, wronged you, because it's all about souls. The whole, the whole thing in this world is about souls. Souls. The devil wants souls. God wants your soul. It's all about souls. Souls. I'm going to tell you this. You look at different entertainers who sold their soul to the devil. They worth millions, billions. But that's a soul. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why the Bible say, what what profit a man to gain the whole world and loses his soul? You is nothing in this world. This whole world itself cannot put a price on your soul. Your soul is priceless. With all the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in this world, it still can't pay for your soul. Jesus didn't say a part of the world. He said, what purpose of the man, what purpose of the man to gain the whole world? He didn't say part of the world. He didn't say one-fourth. He didn't say a tenth of the world and loses his soul. It's all about souls. Pray for souls. Pray that God would deliver your soul. You know, your emotions affect your soul. Every hurt, your soul, your soul. Ask God to totally deliver you. Don't be ashamed. You got issues. You got problems. And they didn't come overnight. You got bloodlines of of hellacious stuff in your family. You got bloodlines. You know, I'm going to help you out with this. There's racism. There is favoritism. There's all kind. There's the business. There's all kinds of stuff in the world. But I believe if God hears you completely, and you totally surrender to God, there's nothing that God won't do for you. See, we have. Uh, we were in my own Lord. I wanna. I want my people to get ahead of the white man. All this stuff. I believe once you totally surrender to God and ask God for deliverance, and it's a process, God God won't hold no good thing from you. God don't want you to get wealth out of pride. God don't want to get wealth out of rejection. I'm happy with this. Right now, God bless everyone here with a million dollars just for a test. A lot of y'all will blow it in less than a year. Because you know why? I guarantee half of y'all will give your wealth to people that rejected you. You will buy their love. I think you're lying. No. I guarantee half of y'all will give almost half of your wealth, not all, to be accepted by people that rejected you. 
and your pride will have you buying stuff that in your right now you would never buy. I'm going to help you out with this. I'm not against Neiman Marcus. I'm not against Saks Fifth Avenue. I'm not against Bloomingdale, Macy's, Dillard's. I'm not against Mercedes-Benz, all of them. I'm not against those things. That's fine. You want to find. But you buy stuff. You buy that kind of stuff and still live in the hood. A person don't know the difference between a $495 blouse out of Neiman Marcus and a $30 blouse out of Marshalls. But you up in there, you'll think that this stuff will make you. It will never make you. It will break you. By trying to buy that you think is a status will break you. Not break you in humble, but break you as in spirit, break your pocketbooks, break you as a person. That stuff will never make you. Those retailers laugh at you. Uh, I was watching this movie, and I'm going to come to a close. Uh, it, was a, it was a group of Spanish women. They was making these, these dresses. Now, these dresses, they sell in folies, but they make the dress for $18. Take them. It take, uh, they sell the dresses for $18, but folies, it's an old movie. Folies sell that same dress for $600. It's a sweatshop. It's a movie about what? It's a sweatshop. They ain't had no fans blowing because they didn't want to get dust on the dress. It takes them 18 bucks to make the dress, $18 to make the dress. They buy the, the finest fabrics, $18 to make a dress, and Foley sell that dress. Foley Macy's. Foley said it had to be Foley. Sold that dress for 600 bucks. Because people say, oh, I bought this from Foley's. I bought this from Macy's. It took them 18 bucks to make that dress. They make it over, over 500% profit. You don't know what you buy. Um, years ago, you know, I, I used to, you know, I used to buy Jordans like crazy. Every pair I used to buy. Ten years ago, I got a revelation. A guy told me, he said, you know, it takes 25 bucks to make that shoe. They sell it for 200 bucks. And I say, you sure, right? I say, I had some shoes I ain't worn in 10 years, and they falling apart like I wore them. They just falling, they crumbling up. Some of the shoes are crumbling up like styrofoam, like you get a styrofoam cup. So I just want to tell everybody, you need to get here. That when God prospered you, you have a sense of direction. God tell you where to invest, where to give, what to do. If you got all that junk inside, you're going to blow that money so fast. It's not even funny. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here on the line. I thank God for your obedience. I thank God for everybody who who, uh, who came to the line. And I want to ask, anybody who will give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, I encourage you to do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. Give your life to the Lord. You saying, preacher, how you give your life to the Lord? 
Everybody who's backslides, give your life back to the Lord. I don't care if your pastor has hurted you. I don't care if your uh, the church hurted you. I don't care what happened. But you need to give your life to the Lord. You need a relationship with God. Everybody want to give your life to the Lord and rededicate life to the Lord. Say after me, say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. And Jesus, I accept you in my heart and in my life. In Jesus, I accept the Holy Spirit. Amen. Simple. You accept. It's not, it's not a long, drawn-out thing. Amen. And those who accept Jesus in your life, I encourage you to go to a local church in your area. I encourage you to pray with your soul and God through time and we get better. I encourage you to get uh, your Bible. Um, you can read King James, New King James, NIV. NLT, there's many different translations, but most people start off in, in King James Version. And I thank God for everybody who accepted the Lord or rededicated their life to the Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do anyone have any comments or questions before we come to a close? Prophet Larry. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you tonight. I enjoyed this. It's just an uplifting. I thank God for the spirit of God that has penetrated you tonight. There was some good teaching. I enjoy you in the morning time with Apostle Penny Grace, and I hope one day we'll see you in person. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I thank God for you. And Lord's will. I would like to see everybody, you know, you know, because I, uh, I believe when God bring everybody together, it'll be awesome, you know. It's, yes, it is. It's, it's awesome. Amen. 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 Do, do anyone got any comments, uh, any words of encouragement uh, before we close? Good evening, Prophet. This is this is Prophet. Um, I was I was listening in uh, tonight. I really enjoyed the message. It was very powerful, and um, I thank God for you because you have a genuine message, a genuine message about holiness, about faith, and, and staying faithful. Uh, you know, despite what we go through in our you know in our lives, we all have our you know different things that we deal with. And I just wanted to share one scripture on uh, that's Timothy, Second uh, Timothy three. Um, well, he said, all who would desire to live godly will suffer persecution. And in today's society, you ever, if you've ever noticed that, when you desire to live a, a holy, sanctified life, uh, it, when you are presented and you present yourself holy before people, it's almost like they, they'll, they'll ridicule you for your holiness. But God has said, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. So I don't know why so many people in the church have conformed to the world instead of the the world conforming to the church, the church is, has conformed themselves to the world, and everybody looks like the world. When I, you know, I said to myself, I said, "Well, God, uh, you want us to to live a God fearing life and uh, present ourselves like the Word of God tells us, you know, to be meek, humble, uh, you know, and, and and love one another." And then I see so many people in the in the saints of God; they want to steer away any any kind of way they can away from the the, the originality of what God is teaching us to do. And and I say, well, this is a hypocrisy. This is this this is not this is crazy. You know what I mean? The true love of God is not being manifested because people are afraid to live godly. 
It seems like they just don't. They, they feel like I'll, I'll be outcast. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be shunned. But I'm not going to live my life like that. If people don't like, well, that's on you. I love you very much, but I'm going to live Christ-like. I might sound like a, a what they call it, like a John the Baptist in the in the in the third world country. But praise be to God, I got the real Jesus on the inside. To me, I'm like it's time out. It's so time out for. Uh, fashionable stuff. People try to sound like somebody else, try to be somebody else. You know, all of that is it's too late in the hour. If you do not have Jesus on the inside, if you're not a real true worshiper, getting now, it's, that's, that's why I'm like, so many people are missing it. They're missing the moon thing. They're missing what God is really trying to deposit. He's trying to give you his spirit because there's stuff that is in us he don't desire us to have. I mean, I'm not perfect, and I'm going to tell you this. Blood, I'm blood part of everything, but I am not perfect. I still struggle with needs. I still struggle with desires. I still struggle. But guess what? I I, I place my, all of my needs on the altar like the prophet was teaching on earlier today. We have to do that. We got to let God be God in us. We got to allow him to purge us. He, we got to allow him to, to, to just unveil us and show us the things that are in us. Even for, for me, I dealt with that a, a season ago. I didn't think that I, I would even have that spirit. You know, there's stuff that God will take and he will have to dig it out of you. You have to allow him to just go in and dig it out of you. And that only comes through prayer, worship. And when you begin to, like when he was teaching about going in, in, into the inner space, the, the quiet place, it, to me, I, as a worshiper, that's what draws me to the fire. You have to be a worshiper to come in, and then you just wait on God. It's, 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 that's where it is. When you, when, you, when you tap into that place of worship, God will begin to, you, you know, like talk to you. He'll begin to allow his spirit to manifest in you. But until we come into that quiet place, because like you were saying, we don't stay here long enough. Even me, I, I, I would desire to pray more. I would, I would so desire to pray more and quiet my place and say, flesh, oh, I'm not, forget the dishes, forget Forget to forget, forget, you know you got to fight your flesh. That's why Paul said, "Be I be that my flesh to bring it under submission." But pray my strength, saints. Pray continually. I'm praying for each and every one of you that all of uh, with the, the Lord has desire of us, each and every one of us, that we will fulfill our mandate. We will fill the will of God for our life and His counsel for our life, and um, that we will be satisfied when we when we see His face, because that's all what it's about. Like Papa Larry said, it's, it's about the saving of the souls. We gotta we, we gotta see Jesus one day. We gotta answer. We gotta give a give an accountability. It's, it's about an accountability to every single person that we know, the people we live with, the people we love. We gotta be on. We know that's what I said. We gotta be on it with the with the spirit of Christ. Let it rain. Let it rain. And don't be afraid of it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna remember that little song, uh, the little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. I'm not afraid to let the light of Christ Jesus shine. Glory to God. And when they see me coming, they're like, well, she don't care if she worship it. Because people back in the day, they would, you'd be up there, if you get to singing too hard and you get to dancing in the Holy Ghost, they think something wrong with you. But it's nothing but the Spirit of God on the inside. If you're not willing to get dirty for God, you went to the club and you can, you can party. I mean, you when you change dance partners, why are you afraid to get loose with Christ? I don't understand that. But to me, that that is a big joke in the church. Everybody wants to stay cute. Everybody want to be wearing the defining of, of if you sweat too hard, if your makeup comes off, oh, you off, you off key. No, you have to be a worshiper. David, shut out of his clothes. I mean, 
and, and I'm wrong. Is this something about me? Am I missing the message? Then I didn't get the memo that God said for us. You know, nothing. And, and then what does Psalm 24 say? What? It, it, it clean hands and a pure heart. He don't, that has not lifted up the soul under vanity. We, we in today's society are just out of the way. And I'm like, well, God, you know what? I'm going to take your message to to the nation, just like you told me to do. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be restricted by health, by 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 poverty, by nothing. I'm I'm gonna profess what God wants me to do, and He's gonna see to it that all those things be fulfilled in each and each and every one of our lives. I'm just gonna believe the Lord. Pray my strength, y'all. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Anyone else have any uh, comments or a word of encouragement? Oh. Amen. Yes. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Anyone else have any comments or any word of encouragement to the people on the line before we come to a close? Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, How you doing? Yes, amen. How you doing? I'm just going, going good. I was just um, thanking you when you were talking about the dreams. 
and, you know, how to write them down because, oh, Lord, I know I'm a dreamer. Because a lot of time things come I don't understand. And when you were saying how the the guarding or show you nobody that you sexually active with in the dream. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank God for that because I needed some clarity on something you brought it tonight. Just want to thank mm-hmm. you for it. Amen. Praise God. I, and I just want to tell everybody that in a natural, if, if God forbid uh, fornication or adultery, it's the same way in a dream. Now, there are some dreams you just got to bind and rebuke. Some dreams you just like in an act. But if you rebuke and bind up that spirit, you know, because it's fornication, whether you come to terms with it or not, or adultery. You know, there's dreams that, you know, I'm married and I have a dream that uh, I went through a process. I'm like, oh, Lord, I feel so bad. He knows a dream, but my dreams, I have to fight for my dreams same way I fight in the natural, like I'm alert. It's no different. Um, I'm going to be honest. If I'm in a dream drowning in water, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, it's just a dream and pop out, out of it. I'm going to try to get out of that water. Same with mm-hmm. the natural. If, if I fall in a lake or a pool, I'm going to try to get out of that pool. I don't want to die. Amen. 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 I'm just going to be real. You know, uh, in a dream, if somebody hit me, I'm going to hit them back. Same with the natural. I ain't going to turn the other cheek. You know, only way I ain't the Lord come, he ain't going to slap me and get away with it. <laughs> you better run fast. You better have a, 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 a Jesse on a Carl Lewis uh, runner, uh, a, a fast runner, because I'm going to get you. <laughs> so that's the things I have learned. You know, I'm going to help you on another thing. Um, those who are single, God ain't going to show you uh, how the man looks naked, how he, he performs. God ain't going to show you that foolishness. Because, you know, that you're holy. God ain't going to show you nothing unholy that cause you to fall. God tests you. He don't tempt you. Why God going to show you somebody? Oh, God show me. Ooh, that, that man of God showed God showed me the clothes off. All he had on his boxes. Ooh, he was a nice man. God ain't gonna show you that. That's temptation. Let me show you stuff like that. God seen you through tests, but God would never tempt you. Ooh, God showed me. Huh. Ooh, God showed me how she. Uh, she looking at the baby. That's the devil. God ain't gonna tempt you. God is not gonna tempt you. He's not. The areas that you're struggling in, God ain't going to show you those areas. You know, I, I heard this, this uh, foolish proverb from a person. If a person wants to get delivered from drugs, you got to put them on people who own drugs. That's the most foolish proverb I ever heard. Amen. Amen. And I, me, in certain places, I didn't go when I was a sinner. And I'm saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm still not going. Because I'm not strong enough to handle that. That's right. Amen. What do you mean? What do you mean you ain't strong enough to handle that? I'm not strong enough to handle it. It's, it's, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. There is no sin proof. 
there's no vaccine and say if I take this vaccine, I'm 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 sin proof. I'm sinless. They don't have that. It's, it's nothing. It's no pill to say, oh, I can conquer all sin. I can go to a bar. I can go to a strip club. I can go to uh, uh, I can go to I can go uh, do sinless sin, sinful acts that I am protected from sin. The devil is a lie. Um, it's not, it's not out there. I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong enough to uh, handle. If, if I'm with a group of people and all them liars, eventually I'm gonna start being a liar. God, God ain't giving that on. It's 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 a lot of things that I'm not strong enough to handle. I can't, God ain't give me the burden to handle sin. Amen. But he, he, Jesus came. Jesus said, "Sin no more," and Jesus cast out devils. Jesus himself didn't sin. You know, people say, "Oh, he was he, he was God in a form of flesh." If you have flesh, Jesus felt everything we felt, Amen. but he pressed through it. He wasn't uh-huh. a superhuman. If, if 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 he was flesh in the form of God, if when they whipped him with whips, he wouldn't have bleed. He would have healed instantly. Them nails on a cross. Wouldn't even phase him. So what I learned, I am not strong enough to deal with sin. I'm gonna be honest. So I don't go around a lot of places. I choose not to. Amen. Uh, I have certain Amen. family members. If they serve an alcohol, thank God I've, I've never been an alcoholic. You know, at times in my life I did drink excessively, but it was. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help you out with this. Uh, when I was in the world, I never drank. Drink never. I never was drunk. I might have sip a beer and be like, "Oh no, I smoked." That's all I did. I gave my life. I gave my life to the Lord. I never cared for alcohol. But I went through a a bad church hurt, a bad church split. That was the most horrible feeling in the world. Amen. And for a whole year, I drank, drank every, and I, you know, and I ain't had no business drinking. Because one, I drove trucks. But you know, that whole year, I don't care what was prepared, what I drank. I never felt the being drunk. And you know how people feel? All I want to do is go to sleep. <laughs> but that was the most worst hurt in the world. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. I don't wish that on my enemy. And when God delivered me from the root, and I did about a year, year and a half, it left. And I, and I tell people, don't go in there and tell people how they should feel. A church hurt, I want to say it's worse than a death and a divorce at the same time. Amen. Because you were spiritually and naturally connected to the leader. Mm-hmm. That was the worst feeling in the world. I don't wish that on my enemy. So what I have learned, there's a lot of things I just don't do. I don't have a desire to do it. You know, I was dealing with some things. I got to say, well, if a person is not doing what they're supposed to, they have a right to do what you have to do. No, that's not scripture. I still have to be honest, pure, faithful in all aspects of life, Amen. regardless of the outcome. If everybody in the company is stealing time, guess what? I don't need to steal time. Everybody's going to get their judgments. 
I need to do right regardless. Amen. Amen. I have to do right regardless. Amen. Amen. I have to do right. Amen. Amen. Every every company, every agency of government has an audit. <laughs> Amen. Every year mm-hmm. has an audit. Even God do an audit. God, what, what God say? Mm-hmm. I'm coming to judge my house first. God say, I'm coming to audit my house first. I ain't auditing the world. I'm not judging the world. I'm coming to the church first. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear that. But God, what God say, I'm judging my house first before I judge the world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you out with this. When you, when y'all had children coming up, you, what you tell your children? I don't care what they do. You are in these house. You're gonna do what I tell you to do. They, they mama let them be out ten o'clock at night. Well, that's they mama, but you need to be in that house before uh before that porch light come on. Amen. 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 Ooh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so that's good. So even in Christ. Jesus, Jesus said, everybody coming still the time. Everybody cheating on their taxes, Lord. Everybody doing this. And, um, you know, people are cheating in marriage. People are, are lying on their finances. Uh, people in the church are doing this. God say, I, I require you to do right. Amen. Don't care what the world. You, mm-hmm. You're in the world, yes, but Lord. you're not of the world. Amen. Lord. Yes, I call Lord. you to a place. Hallelujah. So, Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come to a close, but I thank God for everybody that's on the line. And I thank you, women of God. And also, um, the prayer line is Apostle Grace. Uh, is the Spirit of the Lord upon me. And she do a program to talk to you. And her number is 724-444-7444. And the code to get in is one two three one nine zero and she has prayer. She having it Monday through Friday this week. Uh-huh. Um this week and then every week is Tuesday through Friday. Amen. Tuesday through Friday. And it's Apostle Grace and a name of her ministry is um Spirit of the Lord upon me. Call me as Apostle mm-hmm. Penny Grace, and the phone number is 724-444-7444, and the code is 123 Uh Amen. Uh, so, uh, and it's 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, no, Heavenly Holy Spirit. It's 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. 6.30 mm-hmm. Eastern Standard Time. It's 5.30 Central Time. It's 5.30 Central Time. If you're in Texas, Louisiana, it's 5, 5.30 Central Time. 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Let me write, type that. 6.30 a.m. A.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Amen. So uh, it's 
it's it's a great start to have prayer. I mean, God Amen. is awesome. Amen. So, uh, Amen. Monday through Friday this week, and next week uh, she she goes from Tuesday through Friday. And then mm-hmm. you just you, while you're going to work, you can listen to prayers, and and it, it's a, it's a, it's awesome. You know. Yes, it is. Amen. It's awesome. Amen. Amen. So I, I praise God for everybody. Thank you, women of God, uh, for coming on. Thank you, Evangelica. Thank you, Providence. Thank you, uh, Mother. Thank you, everybody. Amen. Thank you all. I, Amen. I thank Amen. God Glory be to and, God. Thank God. Amen. So I'm going to come to a close, and I'm, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to come to a close. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, I lift up the women of God. And, Lord, I pray blessings upon them. Lord, I pray for, um, mm, thank you, Jesus. I pray for, I pray for their children. And, Lord, I pray for new wealth. I pray for secret keys of wealth on everybody on this line. I pray for secret keys of wealth, Father. Thank you. Even even a rich and a wealthy, even people, thank you, Holy Spirit. Secret keys of wealth. That's from you in the mighty name of Jesus. That, Lord, thank you. Lord, I thank you that you're showing everybody how to find, fill out paperwork. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for releasing inheritance to everybody on this line. Lord, I thank you for releasing inheritance. Like some of them got Indian, they got different, they came from different backgrounds. And, Father God, I thank you. That, uh, thank you. I thank your angels are bringing the goods to the people, to your intercessors, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you because this, I pray for a year of refreshing. Lord, we are not bound to this economy. Lord, we are not bound to the ways of this world. Mm-hmm. But, Lord, we thank you. Even when, when they call it a recession or a depression, Lord, I know it's a depression, that, Lord, we are blessed. In the name of Jesus, the children of God is 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 rising up like weed. And, Lord, the tares, that, Lord, you're destroying every tear in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just say thank you for blessing. Lord, I pray blessings over everybody on this line. I pray blessings mm-hmm. upon their children. And I thank you that their children are saved. I thank you yes, that, that, Lord, I thank you for healing marriages. And, Father God, I pray that you put people, and, and the Spirit of the Lord says, stop saying this. People say, Lord, I'm too old. Nobody don't want me. I'm in my 50s. I'm in my 60s. I'm in my late 40s. Nobody don't want a woman. They got three keys, four keys. Nobody don't want God says, stop saying that because what I have for you is, is for you. And, and Amen. God says, be careful. Don't let your words become a snare. So, man, thank you. So is he. And, Father, and, 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 and some of them, oh, I need to cut, cut out on this. Yeah, we all need to lose some weight, trim this. I work on that tightness, and, but Lord, say what I have for you, it is for you. And, and Father God, I even speak to credit report. Yes, Lord. Lord, I speak cleaning to the three credit bureau. I speak to TransUnion to be clean in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. To be clean in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I speak to Equifax. And, and even a CSC credit, Bradstreet and Dunn, 
in the name of Jesus to be clean yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus. And, 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 Lord, I speak to student loans to be forgiven and yes. erased in the name of Jesus, medical collection. Even people hold stuff in their offices, even a file. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. It's people that got old debts on you from 20 years ago, and they try to pop it up on your credit. But, Father God, even remove the files from collection yes, agencies. Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Father God, even those old repos, those old foreclosures. Yes, Lord, yes, yes. Lord, remove them from the files in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Be strong in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And Father God, even some of us co-sign for our children. Some yeah. some co-sign for their grandchildren. That Lord, yes, to be Lord. removed. And the Spirit of the Lord say, once I clean your credit, once I clean your driving record, your parking tickets, Lord, say, don't co-sign for nobody anymore. Amen. And the Lord say, Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Mm. And when they ask you, I, I know some of y'all got weak, weak, weak spots for your children, but when they ask you and say, no, nah, you already messed me up, you ain't got to say that. But just say, you know what, I can't do it. Amen. Go get your credit clean in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You ain't got some of the, uh, 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 you burned me bad. You ain't got to say that. They said, I can't do that. Amen. Get your own credit. Amen. Amen. Don't even let them co don't even co sign lights for your children or for people. Amen. Not even for your past. Don't even co sign lights and gas and different things. Cell phone bills. God said don't do it no more. Uh, Amen. Uh, if you can do this for me. No, you get your credit clean. If you'll be a man or woman, God, get your credit clean in the name of yes. Jesus. Yes, God, yes, Lord. Good name is better than seven gold. What's the purpose of having oh, money geez. if you can't get credit? What's the purpose of having money but your credit ain't clean? Your credit is represents you. If Amen. Not, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God, you, thank you. You you can't always do good in the house of God, and you ain't paying your bills. Now I'm gonna help y'all with this. If you're on fixed income, you're on Social Security, that's a different story. Things come up, but I'm going to pray that God will give you an increase. But yes, some Lord. of y'all works, you work hard. Yes. But you got the money. You know, I you know, understand some people, you you might have lack of hours, you know, job change. You, you know, I know, you know, but those, if you pay your business, I ain't paying them this month, they can wait. Mm. So, God said, don't do that. He said, oh, no man, Amen. nothing but love. Amen. Lord, Amen. If you ain't paying your bills on time, start paying your bills on time. Lord, Amen. Say, how can you ask for much? You can't be faithful to little. Uh, you, you can't pay the $25 a month credit card bill, but you ask God to bless you with a house. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. And Lord, Lord say, get back to what thank you, Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord say, the Holy Spirit say, get back. Pay your bills on time. Amen. Pay your bills on time. Yes, now, those, if you got, you know, I know you don't fix income. Some of y'all got in bonds because of your children. You got in bonds because of your children, family, uh, unexpected mercy come up. That's different. But the Spirit of the Lord say, pay your bills on time. Amen, amen. You know, uh, we all guilty. We, we've we been slacking on tithes and offering at one point of time. So I'll say get back to being faithful to him. Amen. And take your bills on time. 
Yes, yes. Lord. Pay your bills on time. Yes, yes. yes. Because I'm going to help you out. There's going to be a miracle that God's going to create a miracle for you. Hallelujah. And, that, and, and when people Thank pull you, up Lord. your credit, you, and, and you, you, you say, well, Lord, that's old stuff. That's still six, seven years old. But you just got a credit card two years ago, and it's a thousand-dollar limit. Mm. And, and you ain't been paying that on time. All they had you twenty twenty-five dollars a month, and that one little uh, thing can mess up a whole deal for you. Jesus, Jesus. Let me say that one little deal that you don't mm-hmm. want to pay twenty-five dollars a month gonna mess up the whole deal. Amen. Jesus. Well, God, you own a cattle on thousand hills. This is a warning. God is telling everybody. Pay your bills on time. Uh, Amen. Here, God said, I'm going to give you an increase. And once I give you an increase to take, take care of those things, don't get back Amen. in Amen. bondage. Amen. Don't get back Thank into bondage. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. And Lord, Thank I just say thank you. And Father thank God, you. in the name of Jesus, Lord, I, I speak that you release houses to your people. I speak. Mortgage-free homes in the name of Jesus. Thank you, name Thank you, Lord. Lord, I speak car titles in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. That everybody on this line can go on a vacation, Father. Yes, Lord. Enjoy life a little more in the mighty name of Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord. And, Lord, thank we praise you. Thank you, and Lord. And, Lord, the blood of Jesus, Lord, I speak peace. And, and Father God, I, I even speak that that we'll forgive everybody. Amen. Everybody that, that Lord, we yeah. don't hold no grudges. People that's been dead no. and gone. Yes, and we yes, don't know they're dead and gone. Yes, Lord. Lord, we speak forgiveness. We release that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, I pray that people will forgive us. Yes, Amen. we do always right. Amen. Amen. That, Lord, we can be free. Amen. Yes. I pray yes. that everybody yes, will forgive Lord. us and we'll forgive them. And today yes, is the day. In Jesus' in name, yes, of, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I speak to your experience to be clear. In the name of Jesus, In the name of Jesus, I speak to the credit to be clear. That we'll be out yes, of the database, out of the system. Give us a clean slate. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I speak clear titles. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank and you, Lord. Lord I Thank speak you, Lord. protection over the lands that yes, you bless us Thank to be you, over, to be a steward over. I speak your protection. A man you. can't protect, but you can. Yes, yes Lord. Lord. Lord, I speak your angels to be over our lands, over our yes, homes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Thank Lord. Over everything you made us steward over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. To protect what we can't protect 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And Lord, I lift over Apostle Penny Grace. I speak blessings over. Yes, yes Lord. Lord. I yes, speak Lord. I speak greatness yes, over the woman of God. I speak yes, to, Lord. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, Brother Russell. Pastor yes, Russell. Lord. Lord, I speak blessings over the man of God. I speak yes. blessings over uh, Apostle uh, Raymond. That Lord, I yes. pray that you continue to heal his body. Yes, and Lord. Lord. We love you. And we thank you this day. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Good night. Be blessed. That Jesus love you. And I do too, Lord. We will have services here at 730.
7.30 Central Standard Time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.